This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. Today I'm so excited to be speaking with Erin Lopez and Lisa Cox, the authors of I Decide. I think that that is the most empowering thing that anyone could take away from this like path as humans, because especially as women, and that's who we'll be talking to today since it is the Girl Powerful podcast, but taking your power back and realizing that you really can do anything and the goals are there and it's like they're meant to be made, made and then to meet them. How did you guys actually meet that's what I curious like I wanted to know the backstory a little bit before we jumped into empowerment and building a brand and a business sure Uh, Lisa okay I'll start (laughs) Uh, so we we met years ago we were both um young entrepreneurs and um Aaron represented a beautiful clothing line for children from London, and I represented jewelry. And we were at the same house in Springfield, Missouri. Hold on. What? You're from Springfield? I'm from Springfield. Are you kidding me? No, that is weird. I went to Glendale and Drury. So did my husband. That's weird. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah, now I'm there now. No, I I was in LA for 12 years and then now I moved to Boise, Idaho. And I'm a realtor here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, that is crazy. Insane. Like That's I was met. you met in Springfield, Missouri. How Springfield, cute. Missouri. Yeah. yeah. And and we both, I mean, like I always tease about this, but you know when you meet someone and you're like, That's my person. Yeah, you know, and I'm about 10 years older than Aaron, but I met her and I was she was so sharp and I you know, as a young budding entrepreneur, I'm like, I want to work with her. I want her on my team or I want to be partners, you know, whatever it was. Cause she just was fantastic with, she was smart and she was a professional and she felt kind of big city for Springfield. I love Springfield. Now I've been here 34 years, 
Uh, I'm from Southern California, but I've been here 34 years. And I want to say, when I say she was big city, it's not a hit on Springfield. It's just, I saw this magic in her. And so I, I had, I just kind of stalked her and I kept trying to get her on my sales team or to work with me in some aspect. And literally about 10 years later, I think it was Aaron, um, we finally connected again when, when I came to this company seven years ago and she finally said yes and came with me. And she is one of the very tip top leaders here at our company. And um, so together now we've been able to work together, but also write this incredible book. This is actually book number two. We both collaborated in another book called Social Impact. And then we wrote the book, I Decide Together. So that's kind of our journey. We're both mamas we both have two daughters. Mine are grown. Hers are in the teens, and she can tell you about them. But um, we're just, we just are kind of two peas in a pod that love working together and serving women. I have a question, and maybe this is for Erin, but wait, where, where are you, Erin? Would you die if I said I was in Boise, Idaho? Are you? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I live in Houston now. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well then maybe this is for Lisa, but talking about being from like a small town in Missouri, smaller town, how did you like learn how to support women? Cause I feel like Springfield's not that place. And maybe this is happening in Houston too, but I, I started Girl Powerful with my sister probably because of how, like I grew up in Springfield where, yeah, you had your homies, but girls weren't really supportive of each other. If you weren't in the same clique, it was kind of very old school. And I kind of think it still is. You know, I think it probably still is as well from what I hear. Um, like I said, my daughters now are grown and they, you know, they both had great experiences in school, but it was definitely very clicky. And um, I was raised by very strong, empowering parents that definitely put that in me to that, that taught me that, you know, serving other people gets you farther in the world than just serving yourself. And also because we, we, I say we, cause Aaron and I both kind of always say we kind of fell into this industry. Like I didn't go to college to be in, you know, in affiliate marketing or social retail or direct sales. I went to college for business and I thought I'd be in the corporate world, but the one neat, one of the neatest, most wonderful things about this business, besides the fact that you can go as far as you want, have as much success as you want and work on your own schedule, which I love all those things, but also is all the personal development. We always joke that we are a personal development company with a little bit of fun products to sell on the side. Because if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, and I don't care if you're a woman or a man, you have got to build your mindset strong so you can keep going. And so I learned that very, very young. And I just loved turning around and helping other women do that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like part of it was self-taught. Part of it was a very fortunate to have fallen into this particular industry. Um, and I just don't have the fear of um, what women think of me. Okay. It was harder in the beginning because as a small town person, a lot of my friends here didn't work, you know, and they, they had different lifestyles and then I was always working and I'm still that way. You know, I might work in the evening and I may not, I may not have to be able to go to a certain event that all the other girls are at or whatever. And I just don't care because I love what I do. And I love, um, I love this feeling of purpose in my life. And so for me, I had to kind of be that girl that didn't care. You know, I, I care that people like me if I'm not like cold hearted, just don't care if they feel judgy about the fact that I work all the time or what I do. I agree with you. I think that confidence is definitely a foundational piece of being an entrepreneur in any kind of sales. 
like I mentioned briefly, I'm a realtor in Idaho and it's like, you can't not have confidence. And like you kind of said, like, you're not for everybody, but it's not like you're mean. It's Mm -hmm. like, like your opinion of me is not my business. That's kind of how it's just like, I roll like that too. And it's like, I'm nice, but I also don't have a lot of space for bullshit. Like, it's like, if you're not the right kind of girl, then it's like, I see you, you see me. It's like, I'm moving on. And as we get older, it's nice to know that about yourself, right? It's like, I don't care. I'm just like, I got my good people. I've got my brand and I'm excited to like, just have the next, you know, 20, hundred years to just be me. Like too, that like, as you, well, I think it comes with age too, but like Lisa and I talk about all the time, how our circle is so much smaller, the older we get, you know, because, you know, it's, you just see the value in it. You know, I mean, I, I think that we all were raised and, you know, like Lisa said, I mean, I have two teenage girls, like being a girlfriend is really tough, <laughs> you know? And, and I think the older we've gotten, you know, I think it's just such a beautiful thing that you can be like, I don't need 82 best friends, you know, <laughs> I need three or two or one, you know, that really like love me for who I am, like the good, bad, and the ugly. And, you know, I know have my back. And I feel like, you know, in what we do in business and with this book, it's like, we're trying to help you teach others to like surround yourself with good people, you know, and, and then success inevitably will hopefully come. So I'm originally from Kansas city. Oh, you are a Missouri girl. (laughs) Yes. So I, I have that Midwest mentality that, but yeah. And then I, I moved to Chicago, LA, New York. And I realized real quick, like keep your circle small because, you know, people it's, it's a hard world out there for sure. I know it. It's, it's true. <laughs> but then it's also like when you find the good people, those are your people and the life rocks. Yeah. So Aaron, I decide is the book. It's a bestseller. Were you guys just like, how long had you worked together before you're like, maybe we should put all these thoughts and all these tips and tools into a book. Like how did that, how was that born? So we've, been, we've worked together, you know, seven, eight years now. And we, like Lisa said, we, we put another book together with, with other network marketers of social impact. And that was a business book. That is like how to be successful online and social media. And it's amazing. Um, but about a year ago, she and I were together and we just, you know, you have those moments where we both collectively, independently and together were like, I just need, I, I want to do something big. Like I want to give back that isn't just necessarily business. And so we both just had it on our, our hearts and our minds of like, we want to help people make the decision. We want to help people decide to change their future, decide to change their health, decide that just because of what they grew up with and how they were raised doesn't have to change your future. So you know, that's what happens when you work together for so long and, you know, we're best friends, we're everything, we're sisters in a sense that we both just, we were together and we said, let's do something, like, let's do something big. And it's been an an amazing year long process of seeing it all unfold. And here we are. And like you said, it became a bestseller. And this is just the beginning of like all the, all the other stuff in our heads that's going to come out with all of this. That's really cool. If someone didn't have the opportunity to read the book or they didn't have time to listen to audible what's like the biggest takeaway from your book what's a game where no one wins the waiting game when it comes to hiring don't wait for great talent to find you find them first with indeed 
When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because candidates you invite to apply are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in the search, according to U.S. Indeed data. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post on Indeed.com slash girlpowerful. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash girlpowerful. That's Indeed.com slash girlpowerful. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire? You need Indeed. I feel like the biggest takeaway is that it is time to get out of your own way. And we kind of bring it up in all, and we talk like, like we're sharing today. We, we just talk to you like girlfriends in this book. It's a, it's a very casual, we call it almost like a little fun, happy handbook, but you know, what we want them to walk away with is, you know what? I'm holding myself back. Nobody else is holding me back. And it's in, and we talk about different categories, like finances. A lot of people cannot get out of their own way in the financial department. They're ruining the, they're ruining themselves and they just know it, but they just won't make a change to, you know, to change their future. We talk about health. So many people who over and over will say, you know, I, I want to be healthier. I want to lose weight or I want to start eating healthier. I want to stop drinking. I want to, there's lots of things people want to do. Um, but yet they, they're the ones that stop themselves. They're the ones that let themselves fail. And so we talk about how to take those steps and execute on their decision and what to do if they fall back and how to keep going. And, you know, we talk about all those different things. So I think that's what it is. It's, we just hope and pray they walk away with that inspiration with them to finally do it, to finally like put their fist down and say, I decide that I'm going to finally do this. And I know that I can, I have everything within me right now to make that happen. That's awesome, Lisa. Aaron, do you agree with that? And also Aaron, I want to know what was your moment where you had to like decide that you were going to move forward with your life? Oh, um, yes. I mean, I, I, I echo everything Lisa said. I mean, this is, I will say too, it's a short book, you know, so we wanted to make it something that people could easily pick up, read and, and walk away. You know, it wasn't going to be something that was, you know, we're, we're all busy. Right. <laughs> so we, we understood that. Um, I think, I think all of us have a lot of I decide moments, um, you know, for me, and I'll say this one only because we're talking about Springfield, Missouri and Kansas City and all these things, you know, I was raised in such an amazing, you know, family that really instilled in me that I can do anything. And, you know, growing up in a smaller town in the Midwest, you know, the majority of my friends went to those local colleges and they went, you know, as did I. However, I had a moment in college that I decided that the world was bigger and I was not living in it. 
And so at that moment, you know, I decided that as soon as I graduated, I was going to move to a big city. I had no idea where I had no idea what I was going to do. I had an, an idea, but I decided that I was living in a bubble and that I wanted to break free and decide my own future. And you know, I tell everyone, I have two teenage girls and I tell them all of the time that there is a non-negotiable in our household. And it is that you will study abroad in college. Um, and, and to me, like that was a deciding moment for me because I decided that, you know, growing up in a beautiful town in Kansas was picture perfect, but there was a whole world out there. And I decided that I was going to figure it out on my own. And, you know, I talk about in the book, I had many moments where I couldn't afford a bagel, you know, because I was like working three jobs and living in downtown Chicago and figuring out on my own. Um, but I, I truly believe that that decision changed my whole life, uh, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with it, but I would probably still be living where I grew up, married to somebody there, having a wonderful life, but my life altered because I decided that there was a whole world out there and I was going to go figure it out and, and move elsewhere and find it out. And, and I worked my way up in every job that I had because I decided it was totally up to me. So I have many others, but, and I think that is the beauty of I decide is, you know, sometimes there's not one I decide moment, but we want people to have that I decide moment, whatever it is that's holding them back right now. So I love that. I, it was interesting when I decided to leave Springfield was post breakup, right? Or like the guy doesn't let you go. They break up with you, but then they keep knocking on your door. And like, after six months of that, I was like, I got to get out of here, Yeah, you know? <laughs> and it's really empowering when you make those choices and how scary, like I moved from Springfield to Santa Monica mm. it's like, that's crazy. I'm like 22. And I called my mom. I'm like, I need a U-Haul. And you just kind of know though. And it's yeah. like, like you said, Lisa, at the beginning, like get out of your own way. It's like, if you're having these thoughts or these downloads from the universe or God or whatever you believe, it's like, give yourself like that grace to like, listen to it and like be led in that direction. Don't be so scared. You know, like that's just, that's what holds you back is like that fear mode. And I mean, we all have limiting beliefs and all that stuff, but I think there's so much positive information and knowledge now that's so shareable through social media and the internet that it's like, you are in your own way. There's really no more excuses except that fear mode, which what Lisa, would you say is like the first step to like, kind of clear the path a little bit and like overcome fear? Well, I, you know, I feel like, uh, overcoming fear has to, has to start with, uh, your own personal mindset, of course, but also um, clearing things out and surrounding yourself with the right people around you. So, so for me, like as, as a kid, I, I had just, you know, people could look at like my childhood and be like, Oh, I don't know how you did it. I, my parents went through, my parents were married. My mom was married five times. We always were moving. My dad had three wives. We lived in all these different cities. I always had to make new friends. And when I was little, I was painfully shy terrified to talk to people, didn't want to be heard, loved being a wallflower. Although now I'm six feet tall. It's hard to be a wallflower at six feet tall. But when I was younger, that was who I was. And I, at one point, remember thinking, I don't want to be a wallflower anymore, but I don't know 
how to do it. And so I started really picking and choosing the people that I hung around. And that, that to me helped with my fear because I found the right people that made me feel good. I, I found and started doing the right things that made my insides feel happier to where I can go out and do the things I wanted to do. So it helped me through my fear. You know, a lot of people who are terrified to go do what they really truly want to do. Most of the time is because they're a not in activity. If they would just start going, go before, you know, go, you know, just go out there and do stuff before you know how to do it and figure it out later. It's like, they say, jump out of a plane and build the parachute on the way down. I, I do somewhat believe that I really do. I believe in being educated and in your industry and things that you're doing. But I also believe that you need to just start moving to figure it out because it's going to push you through some of that fear when you're in activity and when you start getting a result and then surround yourself with the right people that can keep you going. And one little fun side note that we did is for people that have a lot of fear and poor people for people that really need to work through what they're trying to do is we also made a daily journal for people. So when they pick, you know, when they finally say their I decide moment, I'm finally going to do this. They can work through the journal every single day and help them see the incremental um, moments that they're winning, or they can see the activity that's getting them to the future. And when they start seeing some positive results, that fear starts to go away. Do you have travel plans this summer? Well, learn to speak like a local with Babbel. Because with Babbel, you can start speaking a new language in just three weeks. What I love about Babbel is that it's designed by real people to have real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. I'm currently using Babbel to learn Spanish. And it's really going to help me pick up the conversation on how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants, all without having to pull out my phone and go to a language app. So we have a special, it's a limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash girlpowerful. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash girlpowerful, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash girlpowerful. Rules and restrictions may apply. That's awesome. Go before you know. I always say shoot for a B. I think a lot of women are, you know, we're so scared because we want it to be perfect or look good or look cool. And so, yeah, just love that. start. I agree with you. And it's like, and if you're safe, it's like, that's all that matters. So it's like, just try. Yeah. I think some of the best stuff is like the messiest road. Like, you know what I mean? You're just like, okay, well, at least I was with the, the people that support me and I know I can always go home to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. We Aaron. talked about this last night. Actually. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We talked about last night, how like messy wins all the time, you know, pe- pe- people are, we're so, you know, we're so used to seeing like the perfection, especially with social media that, you know, in what we do in business and success, like, you know, messy wins all day long. Do you think that, I mean, I'm looking at both of you, I've seen your Instagrams. Do you think there is a place in entrepreneurship or business that you guys are both very beautiful. And do you think that that helps you? Because I know you're, you're also in the beauty industry. So I'm kind of curious of like your take on that. 
because some people might be scared of that as well, right? Yeah. Like self-esteem is a huge thing, confidence and everyone, you know, isn't six foot and ripped, my friend, Lisa, you're such a hottie. I'm not, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I, you know what I have to say about that? I, I, I grew up feeling like the ugliest duckling in the room. My sister was a beauty queen. She won all these fashion things. I mean, she, you know, my little sister was just the cutest and so funny. And then here I was the middle child with chubby cheeks. And I, you know, I never saw myself like that. So, and I still, I still to this day don't see myself like that, but here's, here's what I do believe. Um, I do believe that showing up as your best self and showing up I don't mean you have to look perfect. I mean, I'm on plenty of Zoom, so I'm workout top, whatever. But you know what? I show up with the best energy. And mm-hmm. I show up with the best mindset. And people will ask me so often, how do you stay so happy all the time? I'm like, because I, I am happy because I feel like I'm working on trying to be the entrepreneur of my whole life, not just look good on social media, but I try and work on everything every day that I can in just a little bit of a way. And what I mean by that is this, is if you are um, eating healthy, okay? And, and eating healthy for everyone is a different is a different formula. And I understand that. Um, but if you're putting good things in your body, then your body feels good. If you're putting crap in your body, your body feels crappy. Well, when your body feels crappy and you show up for a Zoom or for a meeting with people, you don't feel well. Okay. And when you don't feel well, you don't put your best self out there. So I believe there's so many of these different elements that help you actually show up beautiful. And when I say beautiful, I mean, beautiful mind, you know, healthy, the, the, the mindset, the attitude, the passion for things, all of that makes somebody beautiful. So do I think it helps? Yeah, I do. I think it helps if you are feeling your best. Um, Do I think you have to be beautiful to have success? Hell to the no. No yeah. way. It is all about your, what you have within you. And I'm telling you, every woman out there has within them right now, what they need to get anywhere in life they want to go, but they have to be the first one to believe it. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. It's the vibe. And it's a vibration that you put out to the world and then good things come and find you. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't chase, I attract that mindset. And so when yeah. you're working on yourself and being better than the version of you yesterday, then you got it in the bag. But it's like, I think some people just like look outward so much, especially like on social media and they start comparing themselves. Yeah. So like, Aaron, do you have any thoughts on that? Is like how to see and take in like media in general and other women and not be jealous and not have that competitiveness with them. And just like, what do you say? What is What are your thoughts? Well, first I say, you know, comparitis kills, right? I mean, like we could do that all day long and we do do it all day long. I mean, if you're on any sort of social media platform, you know, that's what we're doing. You know, I think that, you know, like we were saying a lot of it with age that comes, you know, like, but I, I grew up in the fashion industry. I worked in a, in a modeling industry for years. That was my background. And, you know, so I had the pleasure of working with some of the top models and supermodels in the world. What I loved about that. And I say pleasure because it really taught me to like, they're just like us. They're insecure. They're this, they're that, by the way, they're airbrushed. I mean, like there's so many things that come along with that. And so part of my, my career and my job became speaking life into women of where that beauty really comes from. And so I think that has really, 
you know, paved my path in terms of the, you know, where beauty does come from having two girls too, confidence wins all day long. I mean, we all have that friend that you made like, gosh, she's so confident. Like it's, it just, it, it, outshines everything. And I feel like, well, one, I mean, I didn't look like this 10 years ago. I mean, I feel like I have really honed into figuring out like what works for me, what products I take. Um, you know, I was not scared to spend, I don't even want to say how much money, like on an eye cream that didn't work for me. It didn't do anything. And so, you know, the older I got, I really became in tune for like, what can I do? Because it's not just about the outside. It's about the inside. Like I want to feel good. I want to, you know, literally physically feel good to like be around for my kids and run around with them and not be tired all the time. So I feel like that, that starts to kind of shine on the outside too once you figure out the inside of stuff so but I think that all like I said I think comparitis kills I think it's way harder now because of TikTok Instagram everything and I think it's like you know I always say I have my blinders on Lisa and I joke and say like we live in rainbows and butterflies you know like you're beautiful no you're beautiful you know but I think that that that's kind of what sets us apart you know is that you know, it's, it's eyes down, focus, get what you need to do. And like, like you said, put out those good vibes to everybody because it's contagious for sure. I love that. It is contagious. And it's, that's when, you know, someone really is a strong woman is when they can give compliments that are sincere to each other and actually show up at each other's events or build brands together. That's who I'm attracted to. That's the room I want to be in. And so, yeah, anyone sitting at home, just like obsessed with if they've got more likes than the neighbor, it's just so silly. And it's hard to watch some people go down that rabbit hole. I'm surrounded by it. I have no idea why there's like this weird influencer bubble in Boise that I've never experienced in my whole life. Like in LA, like you kind of said, Aaron, you worked with models. We worked with a lot of like people with 2 million followers and they never talk about Instagram. But I, these women here, it's, it's, I don't know. I have, I, they just love Instagram. It's all they talk about. They want to go to the pizza store and do giveaways with the pizza store and they want me to go. And then it's really wild. Is this happening in Springfield, Lisa? No. Yeah, I know. I'm a little scared and I like it like for visibility for real estate, but I'm also like, whoa, I don't care how that performs. I organically was having lunch with you. Like that's where I was coming from. Not like, did we beat our last number on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's such a tool. So talking about your brand really quickly, (laughs) what, like, where can people find you if they're interested in just amping up their business and their beauty and their guts? Like, where can people find you guys, Lisa? Well, uh, I am on Instagram at successful with Lisa, all spelt out. And, um, and then, and we, I'm on there all the time, just like Aaron sharing and trying to actually give, uh, instructions and, and teach and show people and not, not just trying to sell products all the time. We have beautiful products and collagen and things to help, but more importantly, trying to give tips 
um, to serve them. And also we, you know, share about how we can help them make money and be, you know, make money with our businesses. Um, but so please uh, join me there, follow me there. And then also our book, and I'll let Erin tell hers, but our, our book, we're both on that one. And that is I Decide Book on Instagram. And so follow us there as well. And so we we put stuff out there. We are talking about our next book being called I Decide for Teens, which we think is going to be very, very powerful and that we need that book. Um, but And then Erin will tell you where you can find her, but we'd love for you guys to reach out. If you go to idecidebook.com, we have three giveaways and one of them is a 30 minute session with Aaron and I, a free session where we can talk, we can coach, we can um, answer questions. We can just listen to, to your audience's stories if they wanna share their I Decide moment with us. us. Um, but that is right there at the idecidebook.com where they can go there and um, pick out what they want from our free giveaways. Aaron. Cool. Yeah, um, so I'm on Instagram as a Lopez Lifestyle. Um, and like Lisa said, I mean, we're, I'm there to educate, entertain and inspire people in all sorts of things, whether it be, I'm, you know, at my desk with my chin strap on and no makeup and doing my thing, um, you know, or like Lisa said, you know, teaching people how to be successful, how to, you know, make the decisions, all the good stuff, but yes, a Lopez lifestyle on all social media. I like your guys' handles. Like Lisa's like successful and like you're like lifestyle. It's like I encourage everyone to own it. Like wherever you're going with it, even if you don't have a lot of followers, it's like own it and just build slowly. I think it's a really important thing to just like marry something really confident in a screen name because that is the life we're living right now. Amen. Well, yes. and find find your people, right? Like you know, I don't yeah. expect uh, a 20 year old girl to think that I'm like, you know, so fun to watch because <laughs> I'm 55, you, you know, but I feel like my people that are interested in how to, how to get through menopause, how to, you know, how to stay healthy at this time in your life and stuff like that. Those are my people and they're going to find me and that's who I'm looking for. And I'm not going to worry about the other ones. And if, if people and women could take that with their businesses and understand that there's plenty of people out there for everyone just find your people and focus yeah. on them and teach them what you can share with them. Okay. So I don't know if you know this, but we end all of our podcasts the same. We've probably had about 60 guests from Bravo celebrities to the bachelorette, blah, blah, blah. Now you too. So Aaron, you go first. Same question. What makes you feel most alive? What makes me feel most alive? That's a good question. Um, I'm going to say my family, you know, I, definitely my family. I mean, it's, it's been like, we've kind of heard today, like it, you know, it's been a long road. I mean, I, 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 I traveled the world. I went, I lived in amazing cities. Um, and now I have what we call ourselves the fab four and, you know, everything I do is, is for my fab four. You know, I have an amazing husband who, you know, supports me. I've got two kids who drive me crazy, but at the same time, like it's my job to build confidence in them and, and tell them that they can do anything and whatever that is, you know, if they want to become entrepreneurs. So I feel alive, you know, that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the thick of it and I'm in the thick of it, like gladly because they're, they're, they're the reason, you know, you have to have a why between, what you do, why you get up, you know, why do I do this business? Why do I write this book? 
Um, and I feel alive with it when I'm with my family. That's great perspective. Yeah. Being in the thick of it and just enjoying the moment. Embrace, embrace it because it's, they're all different seasons, but you know, we, we make of it what we can. So such a good question. I can't wait. Yeah. To you need to let, go back in time. It's like, no one's ever said the same thing. Yeah. It's really, you just could cry on that question. I should actually make a podcast where it's you really aliveness. Okay, Lisa. Okay. Um, what makes me feel the most alive is when someone says to me that I helped them if I change them. And I think, I, I mean, I, I agree with Aaron on the family. My family makes me feel alive, but I will say um, that type of feedback from people, cause I've spent so much of my life dedicated to doing what, what we do, you know, dedicated to serving women and lifting them up. And um, when someone says, you know, you really brightened my day, even a brightened my day response, or, or I love to watch your stuff, Lisa, you make me laugh. All those little comments just make me feel validated. And I guess I'm a person that needs validation. I need to know that the work I'm putting in is, is serving someone. And every time before I speak on a stage or, or speak on a podcast or anything, I always say a prayer and I always say, just let me serve one person, if I, if I can serve one person today or brighten their day or make them laugh or, you know, find that little part within them that they want to, um, grow or change. If I can serve that one person that I did good. And so that's, that's what makes me feel the most alive. That's awesome. So your love language is words of affirmation, huh? It is. It is. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, thank you so much, both of you. What a great chat. And I can't wait to share this with everybody next week. And I'll see you soon. Thank you, Teddy. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way, a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.